Fuck the Yankees, fuck the Mets, fuck the Knicks, fuck the Nets, fuck the Rangers, fuck the Islanders, fuck the Giants, fuck the Jets, fuck Syracuse, fuck St. John's, and fuck the Buffalo Bills. Fuck reasonable doubt, fuck paid in full, fuck ill magic, and that's how I feel. brand new episode of threes from the ring and it is officially nba offseason season uh since six o'clock easter time so five o'clock for us in chicago if you let it for us because we're chicago niggas here uh free agency has <laughs> occurred and literally we got them watch bombs sham uh sham shots all goddamn <laughs> evening um all I'm going to say is within literally four hours, the NBA has literally changed. In a four-hour span, the league is totally different. Pretty much most of the major uh, free agents are gone except Kawhi at this point. Kawhi is pretty much the only one who hasn't made his made, And made D'Angelo it. Russell. And D'Lo. So, and D'Lo is playing it smart because he's going to wait till Kawhi does what he does. But... All the major pieces are locked up at this point. So, uh, how we're going to do this? Because it's a lot of freaking. Go with the biggest first. Yeah, yeah. So let's go with the biggest one first, which is um, KD to the Brooklyn Nets. So, as you heard in the beginning, uh, I played the F, the F, uh, the Knicks, F all the New York teams. Uh, you dig. But well, it's mainly geared towards the Knicks in New York as a city, except Brooklyn, because KD is a Brooklyn net. He told the Knicks, F y'all, and he also told the Warriors, kiss my ass. And yep. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Uh, pretty much, we've this was a collision course since, god dang, um, since last summer. They, the rumor was bu- buzzing that KD was either go- was going to New York they was never specific on which New York team. But if I recall right on this podcast, I said yeah. it would make sense if KD was going to go to New York, take your ass to Brooklyn. And Kyrie followed suit because take your ass to Brooklyn. And they took their black asses, woke over-the-top head asses to Brooklyn. And just know y'all heard it here on this podcast first. I want y'all to know that. Dead ass. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much like that was the big one, and I'm not mad at it. Like that was, I feel like that set the tone right then and there. What what was going to happen? So, your thoughts on that? I just think like it's crazy that KD probably either one or two things either really want to play with um Kyrie, or he just don't want to be a warrior anymore. Um, I think it was definitely don't be a warrior. No I just want the narrative. I just want the narrative to probably change. And this is one of them. Uh, I hate always bringing his name up in our podcast. One of them, LeBron sacrificed it because I was going to start saying KD can't win without a superstar. 
or stuff like that, G? Is he going to say that? Or is that whole superstar narrative done now? And I'm all for it being done now. I'm all for it being, you know, zilched up, and which is me. Hey, put a team around a person. They're going to say if they don't, they're going to click up. Here's what it is. Mm-hmm. But um, it just seems surreal. Uh, uh, the potential of another uh, Braun versus another Braun versus um, another Braun versus AD finals is going to be lit. And then just to see, we might see Braun versus Kyrie in a finals game. Mm-hmm. Like the magnitude of that in general is going to be lit. So um, it's 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 gearing up to be a a crazy thing for the New York Nets. They have made probably to, Brooklyn. They have rebuilt. Other than what the heck? Oh yeah, my bad. Uh, other than what the heck? Um, what's his my man's name? David Griffith is doing in New Orleans. The rebuild that the New York, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets had done in a matter of like two weeks, I mean, not two weeks, two years, is honestly amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't see it. Like, they, they was the last, last stock of a league, bro. Yep. And they took a chance with D'Lo, took a chance with Spencer Denwitty, all those guys, they played them in the draft, and then... They able to get two marquee free agents from this, so it's it's, it's definitely lit. Uh, no man, it's definitely lit. So this is this is peak free agency. This is this is what we live for, right? So yep, it's it's amazing. Well, definitely. So definitely shout out to KD um, and Kyrie. They they literally kept their word that they were going to team up. So, mm. so let's move on. So that's pretty much two and one right there. So pretty much Kimba to Boston was all confirmed. Like we, they I think we talked about it last episode started, and then moving on from there. So I would say from here, just so we could try to get through most most of them, most of the major moves at least what I would deem major moves. We're going to rank them from 1 to 10. So, if that makes sense. So, so Kimba to the Boston, I'm going to give a solid 9. Solely because I like what um Dave, I, D- Danny Ainge legit played it safe. He was like, look, I need to replace Kyrie. I lost Terry Rozier. Let me get the best player, avail- best point guard available. And that was Kimba. And also, Jordan literally just told that nigga, literally, I, when Kimba went up to him and said, I want a max, Jordan was like, get out of my face, bitch. Legit <laughs> treated that man. <laughs> and legit treated that man. And Kimba said, all right, bye. Not mad at it at all, but I give Danny Angel a, a nine. But it was a very, it was a more out of convenience that he got Kimba than anything. But it's a good move. Yeah, uh, I agree. I totally agree with you. What you're talking about, um, uh, they did need a point guard. They got that. Also, um, also, uh, they got Kyrie Light. Kimber Walker is basically Kyrie Light. So uh, great handle, just a little bit smaller. Uh, finesse is just amazing. I don't know when it comes to like. I don't think. 
Kimball Walker is a value shooter, but I think he's efficient. So, and then again, we, we're going to see what Kimball Walker can do with a team. Because that nigga had to play with Nicholas Batum and, and, and Bismack Biombo. So, uh, this is this is really good look for Boston. A really good look to show, like, Boston showing that, like, my niggas, we not just go, whoa, uh, are they going to be in big contention in the East? It's gonna still. It's gonna say this is. Oh, they they are definitely on the. We got a rat. This. 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 Oh, my bad. I got distracted by something. But this upcoming season is going to be either you keep Danny Age or you fire him. Reason I say this, right? The reason I say that, other than the fact that all that nigga do is get you drafted. If Jason Tatum don't become an all-star, or have, hmm. I'm talking about like not no voting nigga. I'm talking about a perennial all-star. You basically said we'd rather have him than Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. And mind you, this is a healthy Anthony Davis. He only played god darn 15 minutes last year. So you'd rather have that nigga than Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. And a dialogue with us, and as uh, the the great O.J. Simpson says, the Boston Celtics organization is going to have to get a little bit even. Mm. And and that's cutting that fat that is Danny Ainge if it don't work out. That's a big if. You know, mm-hmm. we don't, you know, whole time Jason Tanner can become one of the best players in the goddamn league, which they said he was going to be, but I digress. So, only time will tell that. But, um, yeah, Boston did their thing. Let's hope that Boston Young Corps can, can you know, also live up to their potential. They lost Terry Rozier. So, I guess Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart, like, got a forever job now as they back up point guard. Um, and, yeah, let's see what they can do. Wait, wait, wait. Who is they back up big? Uh, they have a. They drafted a rookie last year who's supposed to be pretty decent, so he's the backup big. Uh, Robert Williams. And they, and they started big, or they about to go shopping for one. They gonna have to probably go shopping at this point. Like I wouldn't be shocked if they try to flip Gordon Hayward for Clint Capella, solely mm-hmm. because the, if the Rockets want to do what they, what I think they're trying to do. Uh, I think since they lost out on Jimmy, uh, who we'll get to next, um, you're more than likely about, you want to get somebody in that essence. Mm -hmm. So I guess you would look into flipping Gordon Hayward and talk, call the Rockets to see, Hey, like y'all want Gordon Hayward? Hey, Mm -hmm. if don't work out, don't work out. But, but yeah, that's what I would do, but. Just so you, just so you have a big, but because since especially since DeAndre Jordan's off the market now, which is unfortunate because he's a, he went to the Nets too. Okay, so let's move. Also, on. I'm I, I'm actually hold on before we talk about that. Let's go back to the Nets real quick, real quick. Would you have when it gave DeAndre? I know it's I know some people are saying well it's to make Kyrie and um, Kyrie and um, uh, Kevin Durant happy. But would you want to have gave him all that money 
and you got Jared Allen. I got to look at when Jared Allen's contract is due. But Mm -hmm. I would say if they're playing, if if they're going to split their minutes at center down to the middle, I'm not mad at it. But especially like $10 million, DeAndre Jordan's a deal. This is a former defense player of the year. He's still really good. And he improved his free throw shooting as well uh, last season. Like not – to astronomical numbers, of course, but it's improved. So, if you can get DeAndre George for ten mil to be your backup or your backup big for Jared Allen, I'm not mad at it. Shit. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. They saying that's you know that's kind of steep for a backup big, but I agree with you to an extent. Yeah, I just not, you know you never know what can happen with DeAndre Jordan. Shoot, I also like. No, no, we'll talk about that on a later date. Let's go to uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, so uh, Philly pretty much worked out a sign and trade. Let's try to knock out a few of these at one time. So pretty much in one move, Philly legit said, all right, we're keeping Tobias Harris. Uh, maxed him out, which is the price that they gave him is pretty outrageous. Like, I like keeping him, but maxing Tobias Harris over Jimmy is outrageous. Because now Tobias Harris is like the third highest paid player in the league um, contract-wise. But it is what it is. I have no say in that. So I give that move in itself like a seven solely because of the value of the contract. Um, then they also picked up Al Horford at the same time. And for the picking up Al Horford's huge. Because for one, that's one person that literally knows how to defend and beat perfectly. And you got him yeah. for a very yeah. fair deal. And once again, he, he can shoot. He relieves pressure off um, and beat in the post a little bit. He can stretch the floor. He can play make as well. So when Ben Simmons is not on the court, you can work. Uh, you could literally put it like you, you're not missing out much either. So, And he's going to do mm-hmm. all the dirty work for Embiid as well. Like. I think the the Al Horford move is big for them because with Embiid's health or question on his health, you want somebody who could like take pressure off of him defensively. Even though he's really good defensively, you want him to like not want to have to defend centers twenty uh, all year round or have to defend uh, mm-hmm. the perimeter all season as well. So, it's I give that that's mm-hmm. honestly like a ten. In my opinion, for the Sixers. Yeah, yeah. Other, you know, other than the fact that you probably weren't able to get, um, what's that boy name, Jimmy back. I think to you know to what you were saying, you know, I just think Jimmy didn't want to be there no more. Um, yeah. Which, you know, Jimmy at this point is, I think Jimmy knows, not that his ceiling is, he met his ceiling. I think he knows like if. You know, I would try to win it on my own, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stress mm-hmm. somewhere else. I'd rather sit in Miami trying to figure this out than to go anywhere else. Unless you know Kawhi is about to come to the uh, Miami with him, then you know <laughs> that's not we, we hit the watch. That's not <laughs> we gonna should. happen. I doubt I that happens. Miami, so. Miami put too much money into Hassan Whiteside. I know, but uh, yeah, like you know, I like it. That's a 
Miami has a person who can have people come to the goddamn stadium. Uh, Philly is going to still be probably the second best team in the East, um, and probably the best team in the East next year. Cause like they legit got a Giannis stopper. Mm-hmm. I think if Giannis can be like Giannis, probably you know, shooking that Al Horford bug that stops so many stars these days. But you stopped the well. You got the th- main thing that stopped you on Boston, mm-hmm. which is Al Horford. And c- keep it honest, bro. Have you went a thought Al Horford would have went to that team? No. It made like it was one of those things where I'm like I don't see it happening because I was I was legit believing that Jimmy was going to stay despite the sign and trade mm-hmm. I thought Jimmy was just going to stay. So, but like when I think I read yesterday that Jimmy is really in love with Miami and organization that organization house ran there, he was like, "All right, cool, <laughs> I might go so there." I, did, I guess Jimmy really just want a home. Yeah. While still feeling like the man. That's deep when you think about it. Yeah. Which I'm not mad at. Like, hey, like, like for him, like he's at he's 30 years old. So, you, this is your yeah. last big contract. Why not go somewhere where it legit feels like home? You're still gonna be in a winning situation. Um. And then, like, it's not like he just said Efron said at Philly. Like, he was like, "Look, I'm gonna help y'all out on the way." Like yeah, here's Josh Richardson. So but like for Miami, I feel like that's a really good move for them. They've been trying to get a star for the past four off seasons, damn near, I feel like. So they finally got that guy. So and like they've been near or borderline the all star team I mean, playoff team the past few few seasons regardless. So Jimmy puts them there now at least. Like you're there now. Mm-hmm. So so I'm not mad at it. Uh, so both teams end up winning in that scenario. Um, who, who's the other big name? Hey, before we – before, because this is kind of a big name when you think about it. Um, they gave Dame the Superman. Oh, yeah. Oh, How man. do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Look, now, in terms of loyalty, giving the team – they're all consistently. Dame is up there. If he wasn't in the West, he will. If he was, if he wasn't on the West, or Portland wasn't scared to be in a luxury tax, Dame will arguably be. Will probably have a ring by now, because I feel like mm. Dame is the type of guy players would love to play with. It's just there's nothing in Portland, and Portland ain't dishing out money for me to come there. So y'all, um, but. I feel he deserves it, but when I think of what Portland is at, especially even though I would feel like now that that dream is deferred now with with how much the league has, how much talent has spread in the league these past a uh, few hours, Portland is mm-hmm. in ideal position to possibly make a title run. It's still a reach. Now at this point, it's a reach. But if I, but like at the time when that I was like, if they, if Dane was willing not to take the uh the extension this year and waited, he could have probably got somebody. But not just the, that, he could have played his own option. I don't know. I guess he's one of those stars who the title, a uh, title is not that 
not the biggest thing in the world for him. Which is that's yo, know, if that's the thing then you know, that's all you. Yeah, you and I know a player was all out going sad, but there's some people who just love the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's somebody like freaking Vince Carter, who probably he couldn't he could have got that goddamn go to state ring, bro. Mm-hmm. Go to state could have hit him on the vet minimum. He couldn't got that ring. Vince Carter could have been if Vince Carter was on that Warriors team. It w- I would rather have Vince Carter on the court than got dang, uh No, no shade towards uh, Al, but uh, dude, yeah. I'd rather have Vince Carter on the court at times than UG, especially in the finals. Yeah, yeah but you know he could have had that experience. Dang, low key, could have got a ring over uh, t- Toronto. Mm-hmm. But um, story that writes itself. But uh. With that being said, I just, I don't, man, I am on that run. I'm on that wave of like, yo, this Supermax stuff got to chill. Like, I'm on that wave uh, mm-hmm. just because what do you, what do you do if it fails? Deal with it. Like, if, like, some players legit ain't going to tell me, like, some players are, like, okay, KD could tell the wars. I don't need two hundred two hundred ten million dollars from you. I don't. I could. I have. I. I'm probably Nike's second highest paid athlete. I'm got my own business doings out here, so I can make that money up in that forty, eighty million dollar difference from anywhere. It's not a problem for me. So for a player like KD, KD's the LeBrons of the world. Maybe in like Giannis is touching that territory as well, and you could argue Kawhi. I don't need that money. Kawhi, well, it. Yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi kind of. Is probably giving him the bag. He touched it. Yeah. Uh, good, good freak. Even though I think Greek freak, nobody's gonna turn down the money. Greek freak's gonna. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like I feel like yeah, Giannis would be a gonna. fool to leave that money on the table. But you would think way that he's yeah, getting yeah. marketed now. So with Nike, he like he legit he's he has a whole Nike brand now. Um you like he will be a position to be like I could make this money up elsewhere and play somewhere where I could be highly marketed, go to a big a big city like like Chicago, mm-hmm. LA, F around and go to San Francisco with the Warriors or some crap like that and make that money Make that remake that money elsewhere just by marketing and how I'm about to uh, in branding. So, mm-hmm. but like a player like Dane, yeah, you got your Adidas uh, contract. Yeah, you got yeah you rap. Yeah, you're pretty uh, marketable, but you're not fair. So like for somebody like Kimba, it the Hornets was like, yeah, we're not offering it to you. I right, buy bitches. <laughs> it ain't mm-hmm. like y'all that good anyway. Like, at least with Portland, Dame is good enough to keep him in playoff contention. CJ McCollum's good enough. Dame and CJ is good enough to be in playoff contention every year. So, despite every other year, I'm thinking, like, oh, this is the year that they fall off, they somehow still end up being in, like, a top four seat. So, I'm not mad at Dame taking the money. He deserves it. He's one of the few players, if, if he was in any other market, he'll be bigger than he is. But you're in Portland. So... Yeah. So I feel like he's worth it. It's just I'm be you better hope to it's just like it's one of those situations where now as a team you made that decision now you lay with it. 
So yeah, like I'm not that, mad. He it. got one. He got one like a that worst case scenario. You bite the bullet. You trade to buy a terrorist contract. You can't yeah. do that to Dames. You yeah, can, like you can't that day. Yeah. That day contract. That like now, if, you, you, yeah. Yeah, like with Philly, like if all else fails, you ship freaking Tobias Harris to the Hawks or a team that can take that contract or something like that. Like the Hawks, the Bulls, or some crap like that. If like two years from now it's not working. So, mm-hmm. hell, even the Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks is officially <laughs> in there. Um, let's talk about Chris Middleton's contract while we're on the topic of huge ass money. Uh, he resigns with the uh, Bucks. Uh, $178 million. I just think for how butt cheeks he was in the Eastern Conference Finals, that should have showed you. <laughs> Green Freak had his moment. Green Freak never gave up. And just sometimes I say, freaking Chris Middleton, I was like, mm. mm-hmm. uh, but... They they gave it to him. Do I think he deserved that money? Hell. Let me let me say it like this: when I when I say they should never gave him the max, it's not that I don't think the player deserves it. I just think the team shouldn't give niggas the max if they ain't if they ain't entitled contention. And like, cause I'm never gonna say a player turn down that money unless you guarantee you about to team up with KD or something like that, or you guarantee about the king clean up team up with Kawhi, like, which the crazy thing is, man, that Kawhi versus the Lakers thing is sounding more and more like it's about to happen, but that, we'll get to that later, but you give up the Supermax, I mean, you give the Supermax to a person, and then, like, because the team, team now is going to be stuck in a, a two, which is, I think is good, now that you think about it, but teams now are going to be stuck in a two-league I mean, a two-star league. Unless you could do things that Philly did or, like, uh, uh, go to State did and you get them while they're young. Mm-hmm. Or, like, what um, probably what Atlanta is doing now. But when you to keep it real, like, it's just going to be him and Gianni. Mm-hmm. What do you get from that? No, what do you get from like, a Giannis and Chris Middleton combo? It's not like it's going to get you at the very best back to the Eastern Conference Finals, but the For way how I, many years? Because next year, you know, because think about it. This year, you most likely go against if Kawhi leaves, you go against Philly, right? Mm-hmm. Philly, right, you go against Philly. Yeah, Philly and Boston would be the in uh. If, see, it's like Boston you can't really there. throw the Nets in there yet because KD's not there, but I feel like they're still going to be a lot more competitive. So I'm going to put them in there out of respect of Kyrie. Mm-hmm. All right, but look, like, you, but, okay, we saying who's going to be there in that finals with them. Mm-hmm. It's going to be them at the moment. Um, I honestly don't, you know, I don't see, um, them being Philly, because mm-hmm. the bodies that you could throw at um, Giannis, which is about to be crazy, the 
It's just what the defense that that team got in general. That's something we didn't even talk about, but that defense is it's crazy mm-hmm. on um on Philly on that on Philly side. Like get Jason, Josh Richardson is really really good. It's just that the three point shooting literally did not change. It actually got worse because JJ Redick not that no more. Yeah, he gets to why he ain't that later. But <laughs> <laughs> but you. Well, I would say you, um, How the hell did I get over my head? you, I don't think, I just honestly don't think that a combo between Chris Middleton and Greek Freak work. I think mm-hmm. if you're going to get a person with Greek Freak, which I just think like somebody like Clay Thompson would be a perfect pair for Greek Freak. Well, Clay Thompson would be a perfect pair for everybody, but somebody like Clay Thompson would be a perfect pair for Greek Freak. Somebody like Jimmy, a person who can close, would be a perfect pair for Greek Freak. Like, that team ain't got no closer. No, they, Giannis is nobody. their closer. It's just... Yeah, Giannis he, ain't closer the game. Okay, he, if he, once he like, develops a shot, he's still going to close. Giannis, I'm going to bulldoze my way to this hole. And next thing you know, Al Horford waited for him and Batista bombed that nigga. So, like, you can't... With a smile on his face. So, you can't tell me, like, that that's going to, you know... That's going to... Change my mind on what I'm saying. Um, so I don't know. I let's put it like this: what they did was was like security. Yeah, it, it was like you know we'll rather have go somewhere. But man, take that chance. You mean to tell me none of the marquee free agents out there right now or even next year will say? I don't want to play with Boogie Cousins. I mean, I don't want to play with Greek Freak. Somebody, you know, I don't know, because the East is wide. Well, the East is always wide open. Now, not this year coming up, but next year. The year after that, the East is this we East is wide open, just like the rest of them. So you mm-hmm. can you can take that chance and and bar, I mean, ball on somebody else. I'm pretty sure Greek don't care. Unless he has like a brother relationship with that man, and then he leaves because you traded him. Monday with Kyle Lowry. But <laughs> shoot, shoot, I want to. Hey Kawhi, hey man, you want to come to Milwaukee? Team up. And then Kawhi laughs at your ass. Hey, look, that's a guaranteed chip. Though. True, but at the same time, it's just like it goes back to. Sometimes it goes back to like for certain players, do I want to play in this city? It's just one of those yeah. weird things. Like Milwaukee just isn't like appealing. They're like, like some small markets can be appealing. Milwaukee, there's nothing really appealing about Milwaukee. If that, like, it's a yeah, it's a historical franchise of the NBA, but they're one of those teams that build around the drafts and. Finesse trades. Like, every time they've been good, it's through finessing trades or drafting. So, and that's just the unfortunate situation at the end that you kind of have to secure yourself and be like, all right, look, we can't finesse a star to come here, but we're going to at least try to, the good that we have, we try to keep. Plus, we'll lure some veterans or whatever who can come here and uh, be of help. And that's just the unfortunate situation at the end. And that goes more... I feel like this 
this goes more onto the GM because Cleveland, when you when a small market has a good GM like the Spurs, David Griffin with the Cavaliers, you can make stuff happen. Plain and simple, you can make anything happen. So it, hey, I even give Portland that credit because almost every year they make something out of nothing that just keeps them playoff relevant and all of that. So. So yeah, the Bucks GM, I feel like he's just playing it too safe, and he was just like, "Let me just appease these niggas and get, throw this bag at y'all and shut up." So, but yeah, so let's move on. Let's talk but about the Bucks is gonna be good. Yeah, they're I gonna mean, be good regardless. They're still gonna be a top three, top four team in the uh, East solely off Giannis being that nigga. So, and he's only gonna get better. So, um. But yeah, let's talk up since uh we're on top of the Bucks. Uh, let's talk about Malcolm Brogdon going to the Pacers. Uh, I love this move. Like this is probably one another like a very low key forgettable move because of everything that happened, but it benefits the hell out of the Pacers because Brogdon it was a fifty forty uh fifty forty ninety score this year. Literally, still young, loads potential. I I, I would rather have them kept. Malcolm Brogdon over Chris Middleton, honestly. Like, mm. Brogdon has a higher ceiling to me than Middleton, and he's a better fit with Giannis long-term than Chris Middleton would be. Good defender, can score, and potentially can be a 20-point-per-game 20 po- 20 score in my book, while somehow still f- might finesse a all-NBA defense one a, a season eventually. Um, but him and Oladipo are gonna be a problem next year in the uh, in the East. Like they're definitely gonna be a problem. So I like that move a lot. Yeah, uh, same thing you said. Oh, that move a lot. It's gonna be nice to see Oladipo. That back on there be a problem. Uh, Oladipo ain't no slouch. Uh, uh. And I don't know, I mean, this tweet by Kimmel Walker, excuse me. But, um, I mean, not tweet, but, uh, you know, said, but uh, all of the people ain't no slouch. And Malcolm Brogdon is a nice lockdown guy. Like, he he, he will get them pangs to you. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be nice. It's going to be real. Most definitely. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Oh, yeah, let's talk about uh, the Jazz securing uh Bojan Bogdanovic um this is an example of teams overpaying niggas that have no business being overpaid and then they regret it years from now <laughs> Bojan is a good player he was solid on the Pacers I'm not giving that man I think 73 million dollars fuck out of here okay so I agree with you to an extent but this is what you they what Utah is doing is what, what Phoenix can never do, and put a star around their their franchise player. I mean, not put star around their well, they, put yeah. players around their franchise. They're actually putting players around him, and not just you know, not just you know, like I don't know how to say it. Like they not just give you. Uh, Kelly Oubre, they giving you, like they giving you something that you gonna work with. Bogdan Marjanovic was 
Three, Gee, he's getting twenty, day near twenty million a year. He was, he was, he was, he was number three in the most improved player voting. He, he's okay. He kept that. He kept that pace. For of his team twenty after a big devastation. Million Look, dollars. they got the money to spend, bro. You acting like they 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 hurting. That's true. Like they got the money to spend. They this ain't this ain't no doing that thing. They play over house. Money. Nice young team. I'm surprised they ain't freaking deal Joe Ingles yet. I'm pretty sure some dumb team would take him. Lakers. So yeah, if like he's cheap. <laughs> he. But yeah, I'm surprised they ain't take folks. But yeah, man, like I I like it. There, I'm praying that the Jazz don't, look. I'm keeping the buck. I'm praying that the Jazz is not a contingent. Like praying. I don't want to deal with that. I literally don't. Utah fans, Utah fans do not deserve. They don't deserve but, nothing. <laughs> but it would be cool to see another just great GM move in which just building that team from the bottom up, not really finessing or nothing. So yeah, yeah. Like I'm not mad at the move. It makes sense. It's just, it's just that money. It's just like certain, yeah. like I understand. Yeah, you're the Jazz, so you got to overpay because Boyan could have easily went to the Lakers if the Kawhi situation failed, and you you could have been on a championship, a, a championship contender, and play ten mil. Uh, I mean, get ten mil and probably get more heavier minutes in my in my book mm-hmm. and all of that. So that's just me looking at it, but. Get your bread, G. That's like I, I'm never going to be mad at anybody getting their bread, but it's just like four years, seventy three million dollars. That's dang near twenty mil a year. Like that's a lot of damn money. But um, I ain't mad at it. But um, Ricky Rubio to the Suns. Hold on, where's the sound clip? James Jones, thank you for finally getting a damn point guard. Thank you. This is probably the best move of the whole entire offseason, bar none, because it was the most logical move ever. You got a damn point guard, G. You needed a point guard for the past whatever amount of years Devin Booker been there, and you finally got a point guard. Thank you. Thank you, James Jones. But um, really good move. Um, The unfortunate part is that defense is going to get cooked backcourt wise because we saw what James how rookie Rubio defends James Harden and that says a lot about what your defensive prowess think you what you think of what defense is supposed to be like and Devin Booker has yet to prove to me that he cares about playing defense either so uh but it's a good move for the Suns overall like Ricky Rubio is not a horrible player really solid point guard playmaking pass first guard and I think he finally he's, he's, he could finally shoot a three, so it helps them out in that mm-hmm. aspect. So, no, uh, who cares? Next question. Yep. <laughs> I don't give a crap, they, uh, they will be the the, the god dog. Man, what's the what's the lowest seed you can be? They're not. Like, they'll be in the middle of the fighting for the eighth seed. They're not going to win it, but they're going to be. Nigga, look, G. Huh? Look, I said middle. Like, okay. Like how... The Pelicans and Memphis was last year? 
Yeah. You talking about like that? Yeah. I still see them niggas being garbage. Mm. I don't think they're going to be that bad. Like, you, you have too much talent with Aiden and Booker where if you you have a player who gets you the goddamn ball, you shouldn't be a top five seed still, if that makes sense. I mean, top five lottery next year. Like, my my hope would be you like even though like way the lottery is set up, you could still you could be like the Pelicans and be like I think projected to be the eleven and next thing you know you got the number one pick. Like I wouldn't say you shouldn't be projected to be top ten in a top ten pick next year. That's how I view them, at least. So at least with Rubio. Like they should be better. And then Monty Williams is a really good coach, so that's just me looking at it like that. But um, let's talk about JJ Reddick. One side, of new, one side of, hold on, one side of new, the Warriors. D'Angelo Russell is on the Warriors sign and trade. The fuck? Why? Why? Is Clay Thompson staying? They have yet, and that's yeah. also one of the biggest <laughs> mysteries of the day. Is well, what the hell is going on with Clay Thompson? Because. That did, they said that that was pretty much yesterday confirmed. Like, oh yeah, that's a done deal. Now it's like, uh, yeah, Clay. Um, like that was supposed to be one of the first deals to be confirmed, and that hasn't even been confirmed yet. So, unless the Warriors on that tweaking stuff, um, it's looking kind of funny right now. That's all I'm saying in regards to that. Looking really funny right now, but. Uh, but I feel like D'Lo, to it makes no sense. You're, that's somebody taking the ball out of Steph's hands. He's he's if you're gonna put okay, if you're gonna get D'Lo, you have to let him run point. And with Steph, it makes no sense because both can't play defense. Well, both are not great defenders. They're solid. At best, they're not mind blowing, and that's somebody. And like I understand, you want to give another ball handler around Steph, but I feel like D'Lo's at his best when he's able to hold on to the ball, especially in late game scenarios. The Steph ain't clutch, so mm-hmm. they have a late game. So. <laughs> yeah, that's like that makes no sense to me. That makes no sense. Like, your focus should well, be. Like, think about D-Lo coming off the bench for them. They got a legit six-man. I don't know. I just If I'm D-Lo, what fucking come like, out the bench? Carl Anthony Towns. Town, it's looking like Carl Anthony Towns going to get his wish. And Andrew Wiggins, his teammate, D-Lo. I don't know how the hell uh, they going to work. They For one, you have to find somebody to take Wiggins' contract. And they've been. That's Houston Rockets. If the Rockets are that damn dumb to take what they called that man maple maple syrup maple syrup I forgot what the hell they called that man oh yeah maple syrup Ricky Davis they on drugs if the Rockets really don't give a damn and you want to just piss off Harden Harden and Chris Paul even more. And probably give D'Antoni a stroke. Get Andrew Wiggins. 
and give him the green light to shoot threes whenever he want. She. Like I said, I think they stuck with that contract. Like I'm, like I'm all for it. if D'Lo can go to the Timberwolves, I'm fine with that. But like, how long? How, how much contract? Like eight two years gone for that contract? Now? No, they like this is the first season out of it. They gave it to him at uh, last summer. Remember? That's what pissed Jimmy off. I thought it was the I thought it was cat thing that that they gave last summer. No, hold on. Let me double I check. Thought, yeah, Cat got his last summer. Let's see. Andrew. He got like 191, right? Yeah. Let me see. Shout out to because they always got the contract you digs. Um, let's see. Nope. The contract actually started last season. Yeah, last season was when the contract started. And it's a $148 million contract. Dead. And like pretty much like this season, he's geared to make 27 mil. Going to make 20, pretty much 30 mil next year. And then 31 and ending at 33. And it's no opt-outs. Exactly. Like that contract's <laughs> disgusting. And then Cats, I think, kicks in. Hold on. Carl Anthony Towns contract. Let's see. His contract, yeah, and w- yeah. So, and Cats contract, uh, max contract starts this season. So. So his this contract shot. starts this year. This is the perfect example. Uh, hold on on that max, young know, boy. It is the perfect example. And if the if the players say I want to leave, if that nigga's not like MVP caliber, no. I understand giving it to Carter Anthony Towns. What did Andrew Wiggins show you that deserves him getting the max? Nothing. Not a thing. Not a damn had, thing. They want to have Jimmy Butler right now. Not a goddamn thing. But yeah, like I like at the rate this is going, like D'Lo, because I want for one, I feel like D'Lo deserves his bread. And if the Timberwolves could have found a way to finesse Wiggins out of here, I feel like they would have been did it. Like they would have been found something. Um, that's why I feel like, like as much, like it makes perfect sense because they need a point guard. D'Lo and Cat vibe with each other and everything, but it's just, if you can't get rid of that contract, because if I'm the Nets, hell, I'm about to take that contract, foe. We already maxed out. So, and then if I'm the Rockets, why the hell do I want Andrew Wiggins? Out of here with that. And then you can't call the Suns, like the, the Suns won't want. Like the Suns have nothing to offer me really, uh, just to balance out the cap. Like it makes like you, it's really hard to find a home for Wiggins. It's really hard unless you call Boston. But then again, Gordon Hayward's contract messes everything up. So, so that's a tough situation. 
Like if it, if it, they if they was to figure out how to work that trade out, it's gonna take like multiple teams. But do I want to be stuck with Wiggins for another three four years? Hell no. No, that's money's disgusting. But um, but yeah, like I think D'Lo best bet like will be the Timberwolves. The Lakers look. If he was smart, I'd just go to the Lakers. Fuck it. Or go to the Knicks. Probably get boogie with you. <laughs> you already got Julius Randle, so I know. Well, you, you already got Julius Randle too. Like it, like you're still in New York. Yeah, you're still in New York. They could probably they could pay you a little bit more because the Lakers probably are going to offer like twenty million and be like, I right, G, be blessed. Maybe twenty five mil, maybe. But like the Knicks, I think. The Knicks, knowing the Knicks, they'll just max the nigga out <laughs> just because. But, um, but yeah, like D'Lo is in a weird situation right now solely because, like, the one place he would probably love to go to, his number one option, don't have the cap space. The Lakers are playing, waiting on Kawhi, and the Lakers are close to it. I mean, the Golden State and Brooklyn are close to a D'Angelo Russell sign trade deal to the. Okay, hold on. Let me see this. Let's see. Is it play? I'm. I just don't get it. <laughs> like unless, like I just don't get it. Honestly, it's probably clear shit. Probably. Like if you, if you're doing this, you're telling me you don't think Clay is staying. Not just that. Even if Clay do stay, since insurance that he. Is okay, you know, True. like that. He ain't, you know, <laughs> what I said that he's still good. Let's see. Eh, well, we'll see. We'll probably know more by the end of this pod. But um, let's talk about JJ Reddick being a freaking shooting mercenary at this point of his career. Um, yeah, JJ Reddick signed up to the Pelicans. <laughs> the a shooter mercenary. <laughs> Literally, Yo, he just goes to bad. teams to be a mercenary. Warriors on the very crying. Trayvon Graham and Bass Napier from Brooklyn. Yo, if the Warriors can get a deep bench, now they just got to go after a, 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 a wing defender, bro. And they Gucci. True. So it looks like they're just trying to. I think this is probably why I haven't heard nothing about Clay because they're trying to figure something out with KD. I'm sorry though, if I'm down, if I'm KD, I'm like I ain't doing signing shit. I'm sorry. Dang. No. That's just me looking at it. I ain't doing signing nothing. They they took my Achilles. But hey, um. But hey, like I'm not mad at the Warriors. It's just. That backcourt gonna get cooked defensively, G. But hey, it is what it is. The interesting part is gonna be how much money though they gonna. Man, imagine you gotta go to Brooklyn and you see Kyrie and Joe Harris. (laughs) So I set the screen for Joe Harris. Harris. Mm. (laughs) Might need to actually have both Jared Allen and uh, and DeAndre on the court (laughs) at the same time just to play help defense. Um. (laughs) <laughs> all right but um yeah like that's 
this is throwing me off. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm not mad at uh, JJ Redick taking the bread. You're going to a young team. They needed shooting. So you get the best shooter available. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga JJ Redick is a person. Like, did this work? All right, nope. Let me the Philly work? All right, nope. Let me cut a new one. What's the young team we'll go to after this? Yeah, I don't know. J, J, J. I think JJ Reddick just out for the bread, G. At this point, he just wants the bread. He don't care about winning. And teams know, like, look, we give this man 10, 15, almost 20 mil just to shoot the ball and play some okay help defense at the very least. So. But, yeah. All right. Uh, any other moves we missed? Um, I'm for damn. Let's see. The D-Lo thing just really throwing me off because I'm like, it just, I get it, but it's just like, okay. Just conf- oh, yeah. Derek Rose to the up uh, Pistons. Uh, Makes no god. Rose, sometimes I just really question. Do you not understand that you're in a predicament where you could could have went to a decent and for the money that he took on top of it, if he waited things out, he could end up in a better situation. Like, what was yeah. so great about the Detroit Pistons where Blake Griffin could honestly get traded any day now where he was like, yeah, let's go there. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, like you could have went to the Lakers. Hell, you could have went to goddamn. You could have went to the Warriors. So it's just my like why why the Pistons if it's it it just makes no sense one of those really confusing type situations right now but all right but NBA offseason is off to a full on goddamn blast we probably didn't hit every goddamn thing but it's still a lot to talk about um if any if Kawhi does something extremely outrageous, we'll probably do a emergency pod in regards to that. But um, I would say at this point, talent-wise, the league is in a really good place in terms of the phrase of phrase that y'all like to use, parity. But I just see where things, how things look by the time the season actually starts. So, but, yeah, yeah. we get Kawhi. Exactly. Like I, honestly, all over again. I feel like honestly, if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, that makes or breaks the parody because Muggs would sit there and be like, "Oh, I could win a ring over there and uh and just get one two million dollars. I'm good." Like, like literally, like, and then like that's just the thought of it scary in itself because like even like if I'm Kawhi. 
I could stay with the uh, Raptors and we'll still be in we'll still be in a good place you're, because you're losing I'm, to Brooklyn. Without KD. We're talking KD about this upcoming KD, season. KD's out. I know, I'm just saying. I know, I'm just saying. Like, when you think about that move, you think about like this year is kinda like the year when it's kinda like what the Raptors did this year. You take advantage. But after that but the year after that though. Hey, you got to think in the future, man. Got to think in the future, man. Because, like, this year is what? This year is probably what? Guaranteed. Almost guaranteed this is L.A.'s ring, right? Because all you got to think about, you got LeBron with the second. LeBron never had the second best player in the league. With a top five. He never really had a top five. And you can say the first year with Wade, and then Wade declined shortly after. Mm-hmm. You can say with Kyrie, but we can, people can argue if Kyrie was, you know, the second best, I mean, uh, in the top five at that moment of time. So, you know, this, this, this is probably the day ring this year. And then we just, what's next? And so who knows? But like you said, uh, why going to Lakers is going to be a weird thing. And D'Angelo Russell is going boys are still messing with my brain. It's just, it's like, what are you trying so to Andre do? So Andre Iguodala might be dipping. Yep, it's just official. Now, Wadge dropped the bomb. Uh, Golden State had, and they're giving him the max? <laughs> Yo, Clay's not staying. Something's not right, bro. No, they could keep Clay because you go over the luxury tax for Clay. You can go like they have when pretty much basic CBA allows it where if um if you have a player's bird rights, which they definitely in the hell do got with Clay, you can go over the luxury tax and you just bite that bullet. I'm just really <laughs> interested on how that works. Because def like Okay, you're starting the season off without Clay. I'm not mad at them putting Clay at the three, honestly. Because at this point, I feel like there's no reason why Clay is leaving. It makes no sense for Clay to leave. At least in my eyes, in my heart. You can't, bro. They gave him $117 million. I'm telling you, they Draymond go over the luxury tax. Draymond's probably gone, damn Yeah, Draymond's gone. Somebody's gone. gone. Yeah, Draymond is more than likely about to get flipped for more. Andre's gone. Andre Iguodala's gone. That's one. Sean Livingston most likely retired. So that's two, you know, you got some money coming in from two people. Either Draymond is Clay is not being the warrior next season. It's going to be Dray. I've been saying Draymond is going to be the nigga that's going to bite the bullet. He's not going to be there. But um, but if I had to guess, just going to the season, it just assume like they just go over the luxury tax with Clay because – I feel like if Clay leaves because of this, fire Bob Myers. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like if you Bob lose Myers. Clay because of this, because now, like, come on now. But I'm not like the idea of moving Clay to three makes sense because you you might assume like okay, at worst, Clay athleticism dips a little bit more, so most threes are not uh, this. That's a kind of a bad take because some of the best players in the league are threes. Um, but 
it's just without KD, you can't protect Steph as well defensively. And Clay coming off of ACL, like, yeah, it's 2019, but do I really want. Like, do I want to put that burden on Clay to have to cover for both D and Steph's man? Like, that's a heavy burden for a guy coming off of ACL. And then Draymond. He's just going to get older. <laughs> you seen the latest, bro? You seen the latest picture of Mayo? Reg. You said what? <laughs> I put in the kick chat. I put in the kick chat while I'm talking so he can laugh. I'm saying the latest picture of OJ Mayo. But um, yeah, G. This is the dumb. I don't. I don't want to call it. Dumb. It might be insurance. Um, bro. Two K getting wild. They have to unload salary elsewhere. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Do we even want to really talk about Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff? I feel like it's important to talk about. Like, this is like big wrestling. Bruh. Please tell me this is Photoshop. (laughs) No, that's not. Bro. At least he in China hooping, but bro, <laughs> the nigga looks like he, bro. Yeah, I need to know the drugs he was doing. Random thought, but I don't, ain't gonna lie. Slide in the DMs, bro. I am. You said what? Random thought on the shell burn. Yeah, I know she's married with kids. Answer it, man. So you telling me you won't answer? Hell no. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. All right, let's talk about five hair and the egg, bitch. Oh, man, that loosened you up. It, it got your mind off of things, bro. Angie. But uh, anyway, in terms of wrestling, because <laughs> at this point, the only thing that could just throw me off at this point is uh, Kawhi signing. But um, Kawhi but yeah. going to the Orlando Magic. <laughs> that's when, bro. That's a <laughs> I mean, stop the presses. Stop the presses. Oh my god. NBA off seasons, y'all. But um but yeah, so uh Paul Heyman so pretty much WWE earlier this week announced that uh Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff will have creative control of Raw and SmackDown. Uh pretty much creative directors, uh everything goes through them. And the only person that they have to answer to is Vince McMahon himself. So at the very worst that they gotta pretty much have to probably hear is them doing something so wild where Vince McMahon just wants them arrested. But, um, which I doubt happens. But, um, overall, I'm excited for it. Uh, you got two people who have good mi- good wrestling minds, good creative minds, especially Paul Heyman. He's going to 
benefit Raw because Raw needs it dearly. And uh, Eric yep. Bischoff and Eric Bischoff like SmackDown is literally the gym that it is, and pretty much I feel like what Fox wants, I feel like Eric Bischoff could bring. If that's if the if they want more of an edgier product, I feel like Bischoff can give them that in terms of like storylines. But in terms of like, I feel like Raw needs Heyman more than uh than they need when Heyman needs SmackDown. If that makes sense. Yeah, I just you know people are saying that they're just gonna be figureheads and stuff like that. I mean, even if they get involved in horror, I don't care. But. I think reason I say it is because think about you got Triple H probably uh, a mix between New Age wrestling man and an old school man in one developing uh, your next Iggy song. could be on the move. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Developing your next star. He's developing your next star. He's taking. He's the one who's creating the next star. So people might say, why didn't he give Triple H the spot? Because low-key, he has the most spot in the WWE at the moment is the NXT and what comes out of NXT. Um, but I honestly think Vince is probably just hands-on at XFL right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably trying to take care of that because he'll end up like, what's that, the AFL? And how they had niggas waiting at the airport and stuff like that. Oh, that, uh, there. I forgot. That that league had a long-ass goddamn, uh, title. <laughs> so, I don't, it's not even worth mentioning. But that league literally um, shut down, like, legit barely four weeks into the season. <laughs> yeah, uh, also, uh, and Eric Bishop doing his thing, I don't know, but, uh, and this, even if, look, bro, even if they not really future, if you want to change things, hey, look, fans, you listen, because Victory Man, you know, he's a, a ego, he's a sociopath. We can just, things are changing, and Paul Heyman and Aaron Bishop are blame. Boom. It's a win win situation. So, uh, uh, I like it. I, I can't wait. If this gets gets the belt on somebody like Drew McIntyre, if it gets Shaman Man back in his office, if it create many, many more that's fresh and new, I'm down. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. Like, like, when it comes to it, like, I'm all for it. Um, it's just to me. I think if it just leads to less Vince having his hand on everything, it's a benefit. <laughs> That's just how I view it. Like if Vince's hand is a little less on the product, I'm fine with everything. Like with the moves. Like it's just it's regards is a big deal. This picture of Hulk Hogan is gee, is this Hulk Hogan or Jericho? <laughs> <laughs> uh but <laughs> that's just losing my train of thought. But uh but yeah, like 
It's, Yo, I just thought about it. Carl Anthony Towns crying right now. Bro. Oh, man. Gee, hold on. Oh, man. My man's cat hurt. Hold on. Where's my man's at, G? Hold on. Hold on. Where Where is the song? Oh, damn. Damn. Iggy got Yo. Iggy got sent to Memphis, G. My God, yo! This is yo, the best. Iggy said earlier. Iggy said, "I need that magic meme that I'm not gonna be here, me, bro." G, G. <laughs> My man said, "You know that picture they all put up." Okay, look. Let's end the wrestling chat before we. So I, I enjoy. They, um. It seems like a new era. It ain't, it ain't even like SummerSlam restart shit. Get your butt up there, Bell. Get up there. Yo. But it's not even SummerSlam. Hopefully, we don't get another draft. Hopefully, we get a draft, but we don't get no NXT call up. Wild. That's just going to shake a lot of evil. Unless you, unless you start throwing people back into developmental. Then I'm all good for that too. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, I don't know who dropping that belt first. Is it? All right, let's make a prediction right now. Who's dropping the belt first, Seth Rollins or Kofi? If the I say Kofi drop it to SummerSlam to somebody. Yeah, but wait, right. Rollins probably dropped that to Brace. If the plan is to if because the way they the way they think it's looking like Bray Wyatt is pretty much like the big mystery of like yo if this nigga's gonna be what they trying to make him out to be I wouldn't be mad if Seth loses to Bray um yeah. but like Kofi's run like I'll be shocked if Kofi holds on to that belt beyond SummerSlam, like, that's been my mindset. Like, at this point, I'm at a point where the fact he held the belt this long, I'm satisfied. Like, I was satisfied, honestly, like, the first couple of months. But, like, at this point, we're at end of, we're pretty much going to July, and this nigga still has the belt. He ain't gonna lose it at Extreme Rules. If he holds it beyond SummerSlam, he's holding it until uh, the Fox premiere on uh, SmackDown. Uh, but I, a part of me, it's like with, with Kofi, we know it's just probably me being a nigga and just know how they're going to treat the nigga in this situation. Mm. And I'm accepting that I'm at acceptance of like, look, I got my Kofi, uh, new day shirt. So I'm happy. Um, but if he loses it, it is what it is. But it's just something's rubbing me about the fact that they may let him hold it a little bit longer, and Seth may lose. You think it. you think they let him hold it a little? I think because yeah. like he hasn't been like you. He has been in. He has been top. He beat Daniel Bryan, which is big in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has beat Dolph Ziggler and every person who wants to lose a 
face champion has to beat Dolph Ziggler at least once. Mm-hmm. He beat Kevin Owens, which is probably the second biggest heel on SmackDown. Well, probably the biggest heel on SmackDown. No, Sheamus. And he's going to destroy Samoa Joe. Joe's like 12 minutes off. So, like, who do you keep likely? Multi-man match at SummerSlam. When either Big E turns or Roman gets that shot on SmackDown, oh fuck, and walks out the champion and lead the Fox brand to great thing. But who, man? Unless Brock coming? Oh yeah, Brock. Yeah, honestly, I think like we're not going to see Brock again to SummerSlam at this point. Bro, Brock cashing in on Kofi, G. Yeah. Because it's just the fact how you set Kofi up for this run. Well, his run is really damn good. It's the best run. And even though I've been joking, like, I'm not joking when I said that, yo, uh, Shane McMahon, future WWE champion. If Bischoff says, no, drop that goddamn idea, we're not doing that. The only other idea is. Send Brock after the nigga. Or between now and SummerSlam, you turn Rome you you do something where Rome is involved in a title picture and it's a multi man match. And that's the only yeah. way you can get the belt off Kofi without having to turn Roman heel. But at the same time, knowing Bischoff, he'll do it. I think you know how you know how like the some of the best matches going against a baby face as a baby face or a person have a face versus face like Daniel Brown like which I am dying to see again by the way is Daniel Brown versus Roman Reigns dying to see because niggas underrate they fast what's that what's that fast roll fast lane. Fast lane match that they had. But uh, the atmosphere would be really, really well and he's not going against a slow. Agreed. Kofi can go. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you said what? You there? I'm done, man. Yeah, I said they shipped that nigga to Memphis smooth I as hell. Know. Bro, you wake up in California next to a goddamn big old grill and somebody acting on that one. Like, it's, it's. Yo, if I hope Memphis buys Iggy out and the Lakers get him for the low, that'd be comical. Man, Iggy got one year. You buy that yeah, nigga right. out. What the? F- what is he going to do for you? I know they right bad about. Yeah. Hey, what's talking about that nigga? Yeah, like, like we'll probably get news in the next day or next watch, but I'll follow no. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, th- I feel like they're finding like Kofi is pretty much like in a ver- in a streak where it's like, if somebody beats him, it has to be somebody like. At this, because you really had them 
not accidentally, but like you set him up to be believable. Whereas like if he's going to lose, it's because it's within you turn Big E heel or you send Roman after him or you send Shane McMahon and the goons after him. That's that's the only logical reason at this point. The logical people that's left or a damn ladder match. That's the only other way I could see him losing the belt at this point. But, uh, but yeah, I really, 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 really don't know, honestly. <laughs> like, who's going to lose the belt first? Like, I probably feel like Seth. It just, like, I think they want to keep status quo with SmackDown until uh, the Fox uh, uh, premiere. But with Raw, I feel like they're more open. Like, do it the hell you please. That's just how I yeah. see it. And then, and like, I, I just don't like the fact. I also like the fact that both main champions are faces. Yeah, a lot of people so like, like a lot of podcasts I listen to don't like the idea of that right now. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, I get it, but it's just, to me, it's like, whatever. But, but yeah, that's why I feel like if they was to change any, change, if any belt was changed hands, I think Seth is the more likely one where it's going to change hands. Yeah. Fight a fight. AEW show. Speak on that. Uh, you could talk about. It. I really didn't see nothing but the chair shot from hell. Crazy spot. He's got a chair shot, and people gonna maybe got a concussion. Um, Pentagon got messy. Kenny Omega had a decent match. Um. Unsanctioned match, but everybody matches. Heck, kid. Call that nigga Dean Moxley. What the heck is his name? Moxley. Yeah. Probably not care about. Yeah. Fighter Fest. Are you done? Oh, man. Yeah, like, I honestly, like, everybody said it was a cool pay-per-view. Well, AEW stands it was a cool pay-per-view. Uh, my timeline, based on the logical wrestling fans that I associate with, they said it was cool. So, um, Also, uh, JR, all I know is, because literally all I caught was the, the wacky stuff, like the chair shot from hell, uh... And JR calling Asian people Orientals. It's 2019. JR, love yourself, man. Please. That's all I can say in regards to that. But, uh, it's not really much else in wrestling to really talk about. Like, when the road to extreme rules, um, uh, pretty much Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans is going against, uh, Becky and Seth in a winner takes all match, and 
Samoa Joe versus Kofi, which we brought up earlier. I think that's the only matches confirmed so far. So be on the lookout for more of that. And oh, you uh, want to talk about UFC? Chris Lugano knocked him. Knocked that nigga noodle. Yeah, you talk about fighting big fights are coming up. I don't know. Bear with me. Can't cut me out. But yeah, Francis Nagano. The crazy thing about Francis Nagano, though, is. Like, I was listening to the interview, like, you know, the post-match uh, interview. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga sounds so nice. He, he probably is. He, he sounds so nice. He's so soft-spoken. You just knocked the nigga out. <laughs> so soft-spoken and nice. That he probably be... is soft-spoken. Like, gee. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he said somebody said a freaking netherland. Bro, he punched the hell out the uh, freaking Dos Santos. <laughs> that nigga uh, out. You heard his guy not heard punch, yo. That was crazy. They ain't never hit no. Oh man, I really. I hope. I hope this is this is you're new. You're still kind of fresh to Twitter, but Twitter has this moment where they think random people could just stand up to like professionals and whatever professionals do. I really hope there's not some big nigga that thinks he could fa- fight a UFC fighter. Because... Mm. niggas who said they can guard Jerry Dunn. Yeah. Or niggas that think they can shut down a WNBA player. <laughs> it's those type of people out there tweaking. But that's in this uh, podcast on that note. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, all that good stuff. I think this was episode thirty-eight. God. Yeah, last week was thirty-seven. So, yeah, thirty-eight. So, uh, two episodes away from forty. Uh, if anything wacky happens uh, between probably the only thing we're expecting is Kawhi getting up. What Kawhi announces where he's going. But uh, this has been a very wild NBA offseason. And at this point, all we're waiting for is Kawhi and then what other teams would do from there. Because at this point, all the major moves have happened, but one. Uh, but this is a very wild offseason. Uh, and just what the Warriors did, it just kind of pisses me off because I just want them to die. They just don't want to die. But it is what it is. But. Appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us at 3S from the Ring for all our off-season takes and things regarding uh, NBA uh, and also anything wrestling as well. And Detroit calling goofy people bitches, of course. Hey. Uh, and then uh, make sure you do follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, subscribe at No Chill Media, of course. And appreciate you guys for listening. Peace. Peace.